Hey guys, welcome back to the second episode with your hosts, Val and Lynx. Let's just jump into it. Dear Diary. All right, welcome back. Um, why don't we start off with your COVID vaccine story? Okay, so I had COVID in February. So people, like there was like, People were saying like, oh, if you want, you should wait the 90 days or wait like 28 days. So I just decided to wait for like at least 90 days before I got it, just in case of like any other effects that I could have had with it. So then I decided this on Monday to go get the first vaccine. And so I wanted um, either Pfizer or Moderna, like with the two doses. And so I showed up to like the to the stadium place and they had like a little drive through and I was like, hey, like I'm here and I like scheduled my appointment and everything. And then they were like, oh, we're actually closing down in like two weeks. So we can't do any of the, any of the, like the two doses vaccine. And you signed up too? I signed up. Yeah. And it said like, you're going to get, it didn't say exactly what I was going to get, which is kind of the, this is kind of started the problem. I just didn't know what I was going to get, but it said like, if you sign up, you automatically get to be able to sign up for your second dose as well. So like, I assumed I was going to get one of those too. And so I went there and they were like, oh, yeah, we're actually closing in two weeks. So we can't give you like either of the two dose vaccines. And you're like, we only have the Johnson Johnson. And I was like, OK, I really don't want to do that. Is it possible for me to get like Pfizer Moderna? And they said, yeah, like the there's it was like a two part drive or something. So like mm-hmm. one was in one place and the one was like 20 minutes or, or like five and mm, 20 minutes away ish. And so okay. then um they were like, you can go there. They're actually doing, they're doing it because they'll be open like a week longer. So like they were able to give both of the doses. So I was like, okay. So I was with my friend and we both decided to drive and go. So first of all, we were in downtown. And so like in general, just driving down there, kind of a hot mess at times. And so I was just a little bit on the struggle bus because I just couldn't figure out like where to go. And like the entrances to these vaccine places were like the most difficult thing ever. They were like, the first place I went to had like, five entrances and then all of them were closed but one and there was like one was randomly this, like, in the a middle drive through thing like were you getting it in your car or did you have to get your out of your car I think I was getting it in my car so they like it was like at okay. like the stadium and like people you had there were like cones you had to follow and stuff and like you'd mm-hmm. go through the cones and like all the gates were blocked up and all the signs said like oh this gate is closed try the next one this gate is closed try the next one and I missed <laughs> all f- and I went through all five of them and I couldn't find the entrance so then I had a U-turn and come back around and find it and it was just a hot mess and then driving through the cones is really stressful because I get really worried about driving through cones that I'm like you know I can't tell like I'm too far this way or whatever yeah so then I left and then uh, they were like okay go to this address so I drove there and then that place, we couldn't even find the entrance. We went two times around the building, and apparently it was closed. So they're not oh even God. open till tomorrow. Well, t- Tuesday, because um, I went on Monday. Yeah. So then we were like, okay, I'll just go get it, like, somewhere else or something. So we are just going to go get it at Walgreens. So then I decided to get it at a Walgreens near my house, and I got it, was it yesterday? No, the day before yesterday. Yeah, the day before. Yeah, and... um. Since I had COVID, it was a little rough for my first vaccine, com- first dose compared to most people. Had a little bit of fever and like my arm, literally, I could not move my arm. And maybe this is my choice, but like people, my dad was like, just keep moving it. But if I like moved it like the smallest bit, 
I just felt pain, like, for no reason. Like, I really? wasn't dying. Yeah, I couldn't. The worst part of it was I couldn't sleep. And because I usually, like, toss and turn, like, to different sides. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I could only go to one side, I just got uncomfortable on that side. So I tried to turn the other way, but I just couldn't. And, like, I would just lay there. And then the next thing I knew, the sun was coming up. And I was like, <laughs> what the heck is happening? And then I got up at, like, 630 because I was like, I just need to walk around. And then my dad yeah, was up. You texted I- me at, like... I. I, when I woke up I saw your text and you're like I'm really struggling right now and that was like at 6 50 in the morning and I wake up before you so I'm like why are you up but you never yeah. replied to my text I was like what's wrong and you just really just left me like that and I was like cool. well the thing is we were okay so we were supposed to record the podcast um like 10 30 or something in the morning so like because we were both like kind of up and so mm-hmm. I was like I like just like I was watching something to like two. So then I slept at like 3, 2.30, 3-ish. And then I woke up again at like four because I got cold and put the blanket on. And ever since then, I was just wide awake to like six. And so then I was like, okay, um, I'm just going to go. And so I walk outside and my dad is awake, which scared me because I was like, why is he awake? I knew he wakes up like really early for no reason. But like just to see him, he was like, hi. And I was like, hi. I was like, I'm dead. And so then I go and I was like, kind of like in half tears because I was just, you know, it was just oh. in that moment I was like I just couldn't and then I was like yeah I'm fine and then I like went back to bed and I was like okay let me just tell like I just want to like let you be aware that I was like dying so I just texted you real quick I was like I'm struggling and then I went back to bed and like I think I like tried I like tried my best to fall asleep and I did fall asleep and then I kept waking up like every hour or so so I ta- saw your text and I was like uh, I don't think I'll be functioning enough to do the podcast. So I just, I'll just sleep through it. So then I slept and then I texted you again. I was like, crap, I just like fully like missed it. But like, I like slept all day yesterday. Like I'd sit downstairs and like, I watched like an episode of something and then would go back to sleep for another like two hours and wake up and then watch more TV and go back. To sleep. Like, it was just so like, not it, but it's fine. And I somehow like fell asleep like at 12 like after sleeping from like eight to 10. I don't know how I did that. Like if I, t- I can't do naps. Like here's something you all need to know. I do not do naps. If I nap, like I cannot sleep at night. So the fact that I, nap. I napped like five times and still fell asleep super early, like just did not add up. I like felt like I'd COVID all over again, but not as bad. Really? Yeah. Like it was just, I was just like the, the exhaustion I felt like that's, it reminded me of that, but it wasn't as bad because I wasn't like coughing or anything. But I was coughing from my allergies. So then that started kicking up at night. So then that was a hot mess. But it's really thriving over there, aren't you? Yeah. But now I woke up and I'm feeling A-OK. That's good. That's good. Hopefully your second dose isn't as bad. And you have like, I mean, like for me, I remember like I went um, when I got vaccinated and like came out and like, we were doing like windmills like you know like when you rotate your arm like over I did that that at the the Walgreens so I thought it was supposed to like doing that because like they made us sit down for like 15 minutes to make sure that we weren't we weren't like having a reaction to the vaccine or something but as soon as I got my second dose or first dose and second dose like I was moving my arm around I don't think I did as much for the second one that's why my arm was like more sore but like I sleep on my belly belly. how do you do that what do you mean how do I do that I just like, I just do the weight I don't know like of my what? stomach starts to hurt like the weight that I'm put like I'm putting pressure on my stomach if I'm sleeping on it and like 
that starts to yeah. hurt me. And so then I'm I I laid like, down on like my stomach and like put my hands underneath my pillow. And like I put my, yeah. my hands are underneath, like my arms are underneath the pillow with my pillow on top of them. I have my head on the pillow. And then I'm like usually like completely on my stomach for the most part. But like I still do like turn around. It's, I've right, never found yeah. it comfortable to sleep on a side. I've always slept on like either like back or or stomach um it's really uncomfortable for me to sleep on a side but when um when I got both of my shots it was like even on the side I guess it applied like a little pressure so it really hurt at times so I had to sleep on the side and I'm not used to sleeping on the side that was really painful (laughs) but like it was also just like a one-day thing after that I was able to sleep on it even if it was like a little sore it didn't bother me too much yeah, yesterday I, like, forced myself to sleep on the side that I got my shot because I was, like, I, like, cannot just keep sleeping on this one side the entire time. And then yeah. after a while, I got fine. And so, after, like, I took medicine yesterday, and that's when it started to, like, not hurt as bad. And then I was You wake up with it. the fever? Honestly, not, like, mm, kind. I don't think it was a bad fever. I definitely woke up, like, really, like freezing cold and like my room is always really cold in the morning so I think it was like that didn't help but then when I went downstairs like I just had like three layers of blankets on and I was just asleep we love to see it did you see in Ohio I guess to encourage like vaccinations um five random adults who get like fully vaccinated are going to get like a million dollars what (laughs) no I did not see that and I think like five teenagers who get fully vaccinated to get like full rides I don't know to where that's actually kind of cool um did you see the donut stuff that they're that they Krispy Kreme is doing for like I know Krispy Kreme was doing like a free donut for your vaccination card I don't know if things have changed since then um yeah but for a class of 2021 they did like the graduation donuts again um, and did you see that this time they did glazed as a section yeah I saw You're that lying. and I was like uh like you missed out because like we had what like lemon chocolate and strawberry so and something let's, else let's just okay so a little recap was um we are class of 2020 and like our school year got shut or cut but uh Krispy Kreme was like all right like to make you all feel better we're gonna give you like a free dozen donuts and you're like all right bet Thing is, like, there's only how many Krispy Kremes are there? Like two in town, right? Yeah, there's definitely not many. There's two in town or something, and then like everyone on like Instagram and like Snapchat was like, "Oh, y'all check this out." So we knew there's gonna be a lot of people. So we right. went at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I just pulled it up. I took the picture at six twenty-four, and we picked up the donuts, and it yeah. opened at six or right. six. And so we like got in line at six. We got in line because there was still, there were like other cars there too. Like, yeah. It was like we all came from like our individual cars. So like you came and then like what two or three of our friends came and then I right, came. Right. Yeah. So it was like, and then that was like four four or five cars are just like us, and mm-hmm. then there were like maybe additional like four or five cars over yeah. there. But um, I mean the donuts were cute. They're like twenty twenty decorated and stuff. But I, I only like uh glazed donuts because I, I I think glazed donuts are like the least sweetest because everything else just has so much going on and I think that's all it needs to be because then if you get like a plain donut that's just like bread you know 
which I mean, bread also slaps. Love bread, but <laughs> just like with the little glaze, it tastes anyways. So we got our donuts and I was really upset that there were no glaze, but I was like, all right, whatever. I was, I think I was also super upset about the fact that we had like a dozen, right? So like half of them were filled donuts and I, I hate yeah. filled donuts. I don't like them either. So like, like I like just took them out, took out the filling, and then ate like here and there. But it most of them just no. Went but it's to like waste. okay, so like out of the dozen, six of them were filled, and then out of the other six, like two of them were like lemon flavored or something. And I'm not the biggest fan of that. And then like the other two were, or two of them were like chocolate, and I don't really like that. It was like strawberry, which I could like somewhat get behind. So out of like the twelve, like two of them were like ones that I'd be like, yes, I like yeah. these. But I mean, it's whatever. They were free, so I can't be too upset. But yeah, um, they made glaze this time, and I like. I think it was like I think they took out the lemon and they put the glaze, so it was just or no, they took out chocolate. I think because I think I saw lemon. It was like lemon glaze and strawberry. So that day that the Krispy Kreme was like open around like maybe midday, right? Like twelve o'clock. Not the Krispy Kreme we went to, but the other one on the other side of town. There were so many people there. Do you remember oh, really? that? It was on, no, I actually don't. It was on a bunch of people's stories. There were like, there was like a line of like maybe 20 or 30 cars like backed up. They were sold so, out by like 10, at least the one that we went to. That's what I'm saying. Like the normal ones were sold out by like 10. So they gave three dozens of just glazed donuts because they didn't have like oh, the pretty ones. Yeah. Oh, and I, I like, remember this, yes. then, But it was also like, would it, would it be guaranteed that I got a dozen in the first place? But they just That's got true. like 12 dozen. That, that was my spiel. I was just really upset when I found out that they got glazed. But I think like shortly after that, they just didn't have like any more donuts to give out. Which like, you think about it, when Krispy Kreme does all this stuff, like how does it, I think I was reading about this the other day. Like how is it beneficial? I mean, it spreads their name out as a brand. But like money-wise, how, I'm sure like giving yeah, I saw that much money. a TikTok and people, and like some guy was like, is Krispy Kreme like doing okay they're giving out so much free stuff yeah and then people in the comments were like apparently they make a lot of money off of coffee and then all the other people were like no one gets coffee there what are they talking about no one gets Krispy Kreme coffee (laughs) I don't know people get Dunkin Donuts coffee yeah I was so confused I was like who's getting coffee I mean I'm sure there are but like I don't think coffee can do that much for them that I like unless they're like super super overpriced coffee (laughs) that's possible in elementary school our music class like we had like different electives right so like each one day would be like a certain elective so like like library computer lab music and then what's the other one and PE and um we would do these things where it's like so those are four days of the week and then on Fridays every six weeks we would repeat one of the electives that we had done so whenever Mm -hmm. we had like Oh, wait, that just was not necessary information. Anyways, um, <laughs> and there's like a section every like once in a while, our music teacher would do a karaoke and you would do a karaoke. And there were always like three songs, three or four songs on repeat. I was talking to my brother about this recently, but Bubbly was always like the girl's go-to song. Like, I, that's kind of surprising me because I like always thought a lot of people didn't know that song. Well, here's the thing. I think out of like the karaoke like jukebox thing that we had, it was mm-hmm. like um, Bubbly was on there. Um, girls just want to have fun, which a lot of girls also. I think. I'll, hold on, I'll get to that. Um, Skater boy. 
Yeah. By Halloween. <laughs> and then Eye of the Tiger. These were like the big four ones that like a bunch of people sang. And I think when, like, as we got older, we sang like girls just want to have fun and like right. skater boy. But I think when we were younger, we sang probably. I don't know. I just remember the music video so well because it like was always on for karaoke. For bubbly? Mm-hmm. I just like remember the music video. Kinda, I don't know. I just remember being really like I didn't understand why so many I mean I guess it's like a pretty song, but I was like, I don't think I understand what the song was talking about because it's like it starts in my toes and then I crinkle my nose and I was like, what are we talking about? I was like, it just didn't make sense. But that's is it talking sad. about like the feeling of wait? Love? Yeah, I was gonna say the feeling of love. Well, maybe it is about love. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. Just did not understand that as a kid. <laughs> I think I thought like the song was like about like being ticklish for like the longest time. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> as a kid, I didn't really like pay attention to like the lyrics and stuff. I feel like even now, like I'm really bad at paying attention to lyrics until like someone's like, oh, like these lyrics are really good. Then I'll like take time to look at them. But like whenever I'm like first listening to a song, I just like listen to the song and I'm just like enjoying the song but then I got a TikTok on the career page a while ago but it was like what makes a song for you and then like people were putting like different percentages for like how much of like the beat or like mm-hmm. it, it came down to like the lyrics or like the like the instrumental melody part yeah um and I realized like I'm probably like 75 lyrics if really? your lyrics are garbage then I'm not gonna like it I think I'm more instrumental, like, a lot of the music stuff, like, I would pay attention, and I think it's because I, like, play piano and stuff, like, I just pick out the, like, the, like, drums and things like that, like, I always just pay attention to those a lot. I like, I like the instrumental stuff, and I find it, like, really cool, and if there's, like, something, like, ever, like, I don't think I can really appreciate the instrumentals if it's not live, because it's, like, I can't see, Mm -hmm. like, what's being done in like the studios like when it comes to like bands and stuff to do it it's like I would like to see them do it but then like in that case I find like the instrumental like very very interesting like that one video I showed you of like um five sauce like harmonizing their guitars oh yeah that was really cool right but like that's only something I could appreciate live yeah I get that okay so this week we're gonna do the segment Dear Diary, here's what happened. And basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna read off book titles. And from the titles alone, we have to guess what the plot of the book is. And then we'll compare it to like the actual plot and see how off we are. That's pretty much the gist of it, right? Yeah. Why don't we do movies? I think movies is easier. Okay, cool. Because books like the titles are always so vague. <laughs> Here is Spiral. Okay. Oh, it's a horror movie. Yeah. That's all we know. Okay. This is what we got. All right. Is that Chris Rock? Oh, it is. Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. All right. Um, How did you see all that? Where Where did you? Oh, I see their names. <laughs> well, I saw Chris Rock as a, like the dude, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that he looks familiar. Um. Okay. I think. I don't think it's horror. I think it's action. Or did it say horror? 
I think it's horror. I think it's like crime. Oh. No, I think it's mm, I think it's a horror mystery okay. or something. I think it'll be like a horror action thriller, and uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson are like these two detectives or something, and they're in charge of like finding. There's this bad guy. This bad creepy guy I guess who keeps like or a ghost or something I don't know that keeps putting these spirals everywhere around town like the town or whatever and they find these spirals and they kind of have to like they're like you know like in or Falcon and Winter Soldier they have like the flag smashers like symbols kind of like that um and then they ultimately just have to find the person and kill them you know maybe like you know like some like um movies and stuff like the person who's like going around and like killing people they'll like have like a symbol maybe every time like that person like kills someone or does something or I don't know like what they do I guess but like whatever happens they'll put like their mark and their mark is a spiral right yeah I just don't know if it's like a supernatural being because if it's, like, horror, I've always just, like, in my head, I'm just, like, oh, yeah, horror means that it'll be, like, supernatural, but that's not necessarily true. Like, it can be horror without. Okay, are we looking at this? All right. I think we're pretty close. Detectives take charge of an investigation oh. into murders that are eerily reminiscent of the city's gruesome past. And they're trapped oh, in a deepening Who's mystery. Is that, is that the wit? Hey, yo, that's, that's Veronica's mom. You're right. <laughs> From Riverdale? It, the cast? You know who Chris Rock is? He, he voices the zebra in Madagascar. I forgot the zebra's name. <laughs> Marty? Marty. <laughs> yeah. You've got Marty, you've got Nick Fury, and you've got Hermione. I can't remember her name. I was like, what is her name? Okay, let's go to the next one. Let's do Finding You. So we know it's a romance movie. That's all we got. Oh, it is? Okay. Yes. Okay, who's in this? I don't know. I don't recognize either of these people. Okay. Okay, um, so there's a map on here from NYC yeah. to what does that say? Ireland. Ireland. Yes. Um oh is that Cat McNamara? Yes it is. Oh I think it is. Yeah. But I don't know who the other people are. So yeah. I think these two kids. Mm-hmm. They're post okay. I think they might have met. Yeah. Like online or like they like somehow like met each other and then one of them goes on a mission to find the other person when suddenly they're not online anymore. (laughs) Maybe like they think maybe they're like OMG like I want to find her or him or whoever's finding the other person. Actually I'm going to pick. I think (laughs) the guy is going to go search for this girl and he's in Ireland. No, no, okay. wait. He's got to be in New York. The plane is going to Ireland. The girl is from Ireland. And the okay. girl, actually, the guy gives me more Ireland vibes. 
<laughs> so let me go back. The girl is going to be in New York City. And then I think she gets, oh, let's do this. She gets accepted into something in Ireland. So she's like, I'm going to go to Ireland. And then she okay. finds this guy, but like has no idea, but finds him super interesting. So then she's on a mission to find him. And then Kat McNamara comes in as her friend and is like, I know this dude, I'll help you. And then it shows a grandma here. So this, this grandma lady, I think she is the dude's grandma. And he and he's all like, I, I like want to meet her. And then she's all like, love, it requires patience. You need to be patient. And she's being all inspirational. And the guys are like, okay, I'll find her. And then they find each other. And they move to New York together. Okay. <laughs> now it's Great. your turn. My turn. Okay. <laughs> so I think I've got multiple theories going on. They're all working. So either like when they were younger, this Irish, Irish dude, because I do agree with you. I think the guy gives off more irish energy than the girl but mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if the girl was irish you know right yes um but for this sake i'm gonna make the guy the irish one mm -hmm. so the guy he came over like years and years ago came over to new york city i'm presuming where the girl's from and like met up with her and they had like a little like sweet romance kind of thing and then he went back and then he was like like over like a couple years have passed and they for some reason, like, had a, she had a reason to, like, get in contact with him. And she's like, oh, my God, I loved you all this time, blah, blah, blah. So she packs everything up and packs everything up and, like, goes over to Ireland to see this guy. Okay? That's, mm -hmm. That is, I think, the theory that I have working the most. Um, but another theory is, like, she's going to Ireland for, like, um just like I don't know maybe like a trip or something like for school for some reason she's going to Ireland and um ends up meeting this guy in Ireland and like her entire life has changed and she's like oh wow but <laughs> yeah I think I think we're kind of on the same page of like how the plot goes because I think What's it's set in Ireland I don't think there's any reason so oh, the girl me. is a girl named Finley. Mm, I guess. Okay. Violinist. Oh, violinist. Not that we guess that. But okay. violinist travels to an Irish coastal village to begin her semester. I, I knew it. I knew she had something, <laughs> some reason to go to Ireland. She's studying abroad. At the bed and breakfast run by, she encounters. <gasps> I was pretty why awkward we, with this. Why didn't we just assume it would be like the traditional, like, I, oh, I said they met the up at a cafe. Family. At least I think I said that. I said they met up at a cafe and they like run into each other. And oh, he's an he's an actor. He's filming some medieval movie franchise and romance what? sparks. <laughs> um, Becky ignites a journey of discovery for Finley, transforming her heart, her music and her outlook on we life. We were pretty, pretty close. Yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. Let's see. Let's go next. It. okay profile the connection is virtual the danger is real does that say on under the o no it doesn't it says yeah it does that. it does say on yeah okay so it says profile but the mm -hmm. o is like it looks like a record button kind of 
So it's oh, like that's good observation. Um, so it's like a red flash or a red circle, and it says like on. So it would be like something's on, like recording or like the camera's on or something. Um, well, based on the other pictures we see, I think this girl is she creates this online, I guess, like dating profile or something, and she falls. She finds a guy and she falls in love with him but I guess he turns out to pose some kind of danger upon her because it says the connection is virtual, the danger is real. So if since the danger is real, then I would assume the main character would have like be facing the danger instead right. of inflicting the danger. Um, that's pretty much, like I don't see anything else like really to it. Yeah, I don't. I feel like you had it kind of like what I was thinking, like it's called profile. The connection is virtual, so it's got to be some virtual like thing, like connection between two people, and then one of them is not who they say they are. Yeah, it could work both ways. Let's see. An undercover British journalist risks her life by infiltrating. Well, we weren't right. <laughs> okay. Profile follows an undercover British journalist in her quest to bait and expose a terrorist recruiter for social media. Oh, is this a new movie? Oh, it is. Oh, it these is are all new oh, movies. No. It comes out. Oh, oh, it comes out today. Yeah, because I just looked at movies and like all the recent stuff came up. Okay, let's go to. Let's do this separation movie. Okay. It's a horror movie. So there's a little girl. Well, mm -hmm. seems to be a little girl outside. It won't let go. And some creepy thing staring at her through the door. Yeah. So I'm assuming they can't be separated. And some ghost kind of thing keeps following her around. Yeah. And I guess people try to work to break the connection. It could be like one of those things where like she moves into a house or something and like the girl goes into her room and then like that ghost spirit was there and then attaches himself with I her. Think, I think this creepy clown looking thing has some kind of connection with the little girl. That's why it's like it won't let go. Like there's no separation. Yeah. Um, I think that's definitely like part of the plot um oh separation this is a different one oh i miss you mommy oh does, is it the does same the girl one? go missing i think the mom died oh that's what you think i think the mom died and like obviously like the girl's like sad and stuff and maybe like the ghost is somehow connected to like what happened with the mom. See, I think the ghost somehow had like kidnapped the daughter and then came back to write, I miss you mommy on the daughter's picture and like this red blood looking thing. So it like stress out the parents oh. and be like, oh, yeah, like I miss you mommy. And it's like, oh, is that my daughter's like blood or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. Okay, let's see the plot. So I think the plot I'm going with is the girl gets kidnapped by this 
ghost thing, but the ghost doesn't make any effort to let her go. Okay. A lonely little girl finds solace in her artist's father and the ghost of her dead mother. The mom is dead, but I I guess the ghost of is is the is the ghost the dad? Because that's what I was thinking. I thought the the ghost could have like possibly the ghost. I don't know if it's a ghost. We're assuming it's a ghost. Maybe it's just a being. Is there a better plot? Um, so the mom and dad are both super busy, so they mm-hmm. don't have time for the little girl. Yeah. So she plays with her puppets, and and they like, move. So they move to a new house, like with maybe the, the babysitter. Yeah. After the mom died, and so in the house is where all the scary stuff is. The puppets come to life, and the girl's the only one that can see them. When the motives of the ghoulish creatures become clear, the lives of everyone are put very much in jeopardy. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think I, we I did all right. I think we were like on base for some of it, but I think we were also kind of off. Yeah. Okay, let's just see one more. So we're doing Walking with Herb. It's a comedy right. movie. Um, they look like they're golfing. Is that a golf bag they're holding? I think it is golf. Like in the next picture over, he's holding a golf club, isn't he? On a bike. I honestly cannot tell. Okay. Um, all right. I think the two older people, the people that aren't George Lopez, Mm -hmm. I think they've is that a parrot? Some kind of animal looking thing. He's holding an animal on a motorcycle. Okay, here's what I think. I think this, the other people, the two older people are a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they've, I think this old dude is like a golf like master. Yeah. And, but he's like retired from the sport. And then I think, I think George Lopez is herb. Yeah. And I think George Lopez is this macho dude. So, like, like, because it says walking with herb, trust and believe. So, yeah. I think he, like, comes off as, like, super scary to, like, the two older people. But he's like, I want to become a better golfer because I have this sick motorcycle. And I want, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to be able to show off or something with his penguin looking animal I don't know what it is <laughs> it looks like a fat parrot or something <laughs> but um so they go so he's like driving to them meets up with them and then the old guy's like all right I'll take you under my wing I'll teach you how to become a better golf player and then they just go across the country on the motorcycle and play golf tournaments does never lose hope. Yeah. Never so maybe lose hope something on bad happened games. and like they had a little like, you know, disagreement. But then they come Over together golf? and they play golf. I don't know over golf, maybe just about like life. Like maybe something might have happened. You think that's their parent that's that's George Lopez's parents? No 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 no. I think like 
he meets them and like they do golf together. I don't know where this golf. Like we're assuming it's golf, but Mary Beth, yeah. it could be unrelated to golf. But like I think like something could have happened where like they got into some kind of argument. And maybe he was like, you're not helping me. And he's like, I'm trying to teach you. And he's like, no, or, you know, something like that. And then eventually they overcome it and they become experts. At golf? (laughs) Yes, this is a golfing movie. Amid a crisis of fate, an amateur golfer receives a startling message from God on his computer screen. Okay. So who's the God? Or who's God? Oh, Joe embarks whoever Joe is. Oh, Joe's the the old person. Okay, as Joe embarks on a spiritual journey along with God's personal messenger and motorcyclist, Herb, Joe learns to make a difference. George Lopez is God's personal messenger and motorcyclist? I guess. And he learns to make a difference and face his fears. Who's the golfer? (laughs) Right. A bank executive former and former amateur golf- golfer. Okay, so Herb was the, not Herb. The other dude was the golfer, but he's an amateur. He's not a pro. <laughs> no, no, no. Herb is George Lopez. Yeah. Joe's the old guy. Oh, Joe is no Herb is Joe George Lopez. Yeah, Joe's the old guy. Yeah, Joe is the bank executive and former amateur golfer. So who's the lady? I don't know, maybe someone who they meet on their journey. Journey to where? I don't know. Joe is stunned when God tells him that he's been chosen to inspire the world and play in a world championship golf tournament. And he's only an amateur, so he's all like, I can't do this. God made George Lopez. uh, The lady's his wife because they have the same last name. Like Joe. And okay. Sheila, they have the same last name, so I'm sure they're married. So George Lopez is God's personal assistant with the motorcycle, and he helps this old Joe dude um, who works in the bank. And mm-hmm. he's like, and God told Joe, or he told George Lopez, but George Lopez told Joe that he needs to participate in this golf tournament. And yes. A movie about faith. And it's a comedy. Interesting. We had a wide range of movies. So we weren't we were too off though. Like I would like to say stars. I was pretty spot on with finding you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, everything else is kinda iffy, but I just realized like if we take more time to just look at movie posters, do you think we could just like have a better idea of what the movie's about before we watch it? Like normally, Probably. Like, but it's like that's what trailers are for, I guess. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked it, please give us a follow, and we'll be back next week for another episode.